welcome to She Can The Podcast, where the goal is for you to leave each episode feeling empowered to go after what you want and knowing that if she can, so can you. Let's get started. Hi friend, I hope you're well. I am excited to be talking to you today about the impact of stress. So I recently had the opportunity to learn from a naturopathic nutritionist called Sarah Law, who's absolutely incredible. I'm fortunate enough to call her a friend and a colleague. She works in the same business as I do and we use the same supplements and recommend the same supplements. And Sarah educated me all about the impact of stress and just why it's so important. And I think it's one of those terms that's just thrown around. You know, people use the term stress and we say oh I'm stressed I'm stressed and we don't really think much about it and even when we don't think we're stressed often we can be so 74% of the UK population have actually been feeling stressed to the point that they feel they cannot continue in the last year that's absolutely mind-blowing and we all have this invisible stress bucket so we fill this stress bucket every day with tiny little things and one day it overloads and then your immune system takes a hit. So this stress bucket could be too much screen time, not switching off. It could be your diet, drinking non-filtered water, consuming too much in terms of never letting your mind be silent, just taking on information every moment of every day so your mind is always processing too much caffeine, particularly on an empty stomach, worrying, worrying about the future, thinking about the past, bad diet or overeating, undereating, too much hit training. All of these things are little tiny stressors which over time just add and add and add and add to your stress bucket. And one day your stress bucket overflows and your immune system takes a hit. So that's why we have to take self-management and self-care really seriously because we don't realise just how important it is. And this is about listening to the whispers of your body so that it doesn't start shouting at you. And those are exactly her words. So there's two different types of stress. There are there's acute stress, which is short term. So you know, you're stressed for a moment, you're stressed before a big presentation or you're stressed before a big event that's short term and then there's chronic stress and the chronic stress that's mainly when those little things just keep compounding over time if you've ever read the book the slight edge by jeff by jeff olson i've recommended it hundreds of times on this podcast it's absolutely brilliant it talks about the compound effect and the power of things being easy to do and easy not to do and how one slight turn on the upward curve towards your goals compounded over time can take you from where you are to where you want to be but again one poor decision can put you on that downward curve away from where you want to be and that compounded over time will take you so far away from your goals you didn't even know how you arrived there it's like say for example you know if you eat one burger it's not a big deal if you eat a burger every day over the course of a month that is a big deal for your body and you'll start to see the impact of that so this is about having too much screen time one day is not that big a deal. But if you have too much screen time again and again and again and again, it starts impacting your focus. It starts impacting your confidence. It starts impacting your belief. It starts impacting your brain power. It starts impacting your memory. It starts impacting your eyesight. It has a massive effect when it's compounded over time. And that's the issue with stress. So often we think that, 
stress equals you know having a really stressful job or having a, a really stressful situation going on but actually now with all the demands that we have and the fact that we carry about this little device everywhere we go that has demands 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 beep 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 all of these things are stressors and then we watch Netflix and that's stressful because we choose to watch some crazy documentaries and dramas and things like that so then we don't sleep properly and we don't eat properly and we fuel ourselves with caffeine which is more stress so all of this compounded can actually have a massive impact on your well-being so what does stress do So basically, your body has one job. Its main job is for you to survive. It doesn't really care about anything else. It just is in survival mode. So our nervous system works without even thinking about it. So we have something called the autonomic nervous system. So basically, that is, it just works without you even having to worry about it, without you even having to ask it to work. And it's split into two different areas, the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system. So the sympathetic nervous system is when your body is in fight, flight or freeze mode. So the adrenaline is pumping around your body, the cortisol is pumping around your body, you're either going to fight this situation, you're free, you're frozen because you feel like you're going to not survive or you are off, you're running away from the saber-toothed tiger is always the is always the example that we have but it could be a boss breathing down your neck or it could be you know a, a partner it could be a relationship that you have it could be any of these things your when your body's in that sympathetic nervous system it kicks in and your body releases that adrenaline and then the blood gets pumped down in the cortisol so that you can run so that you can hide so that you can get away from that danger and then while that's happening your body's designing all of its functions in that moment to say go 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 and while all that's happening the parasympathetic nervous system which is the rest and digest system shuts down completely you cannot rest you cannot digest you also cannot think about anything else other than survival in that moment so far too often we're spending time in that sympathetic nervous system and the rest of your body shuts down, the rest of your body system shut down. So if the rest and digest system is shut down, then when you eat food, your body's holding on to that. So that's why often when people are stressed, there is no way they can lose weight. Their body is clinging on to everything that they possibly have because of the stress that they're under, because they're in the sympathetic nervous system instead of the parasympathetic nervous system. So you tend to find when you start focusing on self-care, when you start to give yourself an opportunity to be in that rest and digest mode, to be in silence, to focus on some meditation every day, to get to bed earlier, to turn your screen off, to give yourself some silence. If weight loss is your goal, you'll start to find that you lose weight far more effectively than you would had you been in that stressed mode. So sometimes, you know, we think about weight loss and we think about, you know, cut calories, do all the high high intensity interval training you possibly can, and you still haven't lost any weight because you're in a stress mode and your body is in a stress mode. So high intensity interval training, too much of that, especially for women of my age, I'm in my late 30s, 
in early 40s and upwards, especially for women of that age, high intensity interval training is not necessarily the way. It's okay when it's designed as part of a program with slower weights and slower, more intentional exercise as well. But the main thing with high intensity interval training is that once your body's pumped up and revved up and it's do it's under stress and it's in that high intensity state, then we don't take time after that to then do that deep breathing and really have those diaphragmatic breaths to get your body back into the parasympathetic nervous system and really cool down properly before you then go on with your life. What happens is we run into the gym, we do a high intensity interval training and then we're straight on to the next thing, straight in the car, straight into the traffic, answer the phone, you need to be here, you need to be there, you need to make the kids dinner, all of the things. So high intensity interval training is fine when it's designed as part of a program that's more structured to help your body be in that rest and digest flow state as well as that high intensity exercise state. And often, you know, for me, I love high intensity interval training because I feel like it gives me energy. But when you focus on stress and you focus on reducing stress and you focus on slowing down, the energy that you receive from that is far higher than that constant state of high intensity. So that's really important and it's really interesting as well. So mindset is the next thing to think about when you are focusing on reducing your stress. So instead of worrying about what you cannot control, shift your energy to what you can create. So often we worry so much about what's happened in the past or what's happened in the future, thinking about the past so often is where depression comes from, thinking about the future too often and what you cannot control is where anxiety comes from and both of those states lead your body to a stressful place. So being in the present and controlling that as much as you possibly can is what will help your body calm down. Sarah did a, an analogy with us and the analogy was we, we all had water bottles and she said, hold that cup of water out. Just straighten your arm and hold it out. And obviously it was absolutely fine for a minute. And then that cup of water started to feel like the heaviest thing in the world. It got heavier and heavier and heavier and heavier and your shoulders started to get painful, your arms started to shake a little bit. It was, it was so hard to hold that water bottle up. It becomes unbearable and the analogy was that is exactly the impact that stress has. It's not necessarily about the actual weight of the cup or the weight of the stress. It's about how long you hold it for. It's about how long you have that stress on your body. The stresses of life are like the water. If you think about them for a moment, it's fine. If you think about it all day, you'll be consumed and that becomes so heavy. So you can't take what you want when you're holding on to the stressors of life. So you can't go after your goals and you can't think about the next thing and you of where you want to be and what you want to do and enjoy your life when you're so busy holding on to these stressors and thinking about the future and worrying and worrying and worrying about worrying. <laughs> that is so often what we do. We worry about things we cannot change. So let's focus on controlling what we can change and letting the rest go because really you're not doing your mind or your body any favours. And so often I think we think of stress as something that happens in the brain and it doesn't really happen anywhere else. It doesn't really affect any other system in the body. 
But when you actually start to realise the impact that stress has, it can lead to weight gain, lack of sleep, disease, illness, so many serious, serious implications of this stress. So it's really important that you start to take it seriously. Another thing that she said was stop consuming too much. Your brain needs silence. So I have really started to notice this recently when I feel stressed and I feel like my head is circling with so many things to do or so many things to think about. Often I'll go and my automatic reaction is put on a podcast, put on a personal development audio, listen to something uplifting. But actually something that I'm finding much more valuable now is just silence, just listening to yourself. I realise that's ironic as I fill your ears right now <laughs> with information. There's obviously a place for audios and podcasts and all of that, but make sure you give yourself time for silence. I have started when I walk the dog just being silence and it's so, so good for the soul and it's so good for your brain and you start to notice where your mind goes and when you don't give your brain time to come up with solutions itself or come up with ideas or be creative, you're just taking on more and more and more and more and you're not giving yourself any time to process. We need to stop doing as much and just learn to be, just learn to be more. Okay, the next thing was sleep. So sleep is so important. As we know, it's the master dial for health. It's so important to combat stress and so much of stress comes from lack of sleep but then the lack of sleep leads to stress and so on so when you start to prioritize your sleep that tends to be good for your getting back into that parasympathetic nervous system as well because prioritizing sleep looks like cutting out screen time a couple of hours before bed and cooling the room down cutting out all blue light which will in turn help your sleep and de-stress the body. So that's so important. Nourishing your body is so important for stress. So much of the stress that our body is under comes from what we put into our body. When you're filling your body with toxins and chemicals, it's living in a state of trying to figure out what all these things are and trying to process them. When you nourish your body with plenty of quality protein, a variety of plants, healthy fats, complex carbs and supplements to fill the gaps, you'll start to feel that impact on your brain as well as your body. You'll start to feel good, your gut will thank you and your body will start to function in a different way and your brain will start to become sharper and you'll start to be able to cope with situations that life throws at you so much more efficiently than you would had you been filling your body with toxins and chemicals and refined sugar because that really, really impacts the brain and how it functions. Community was the next thing that she said was so important. So a community that has meaning. If you find yourself in a place of worry and getting stressed about something, the best thing that you can do is help someone else. If you go and help someone else when you're in that position, you find that your troubles start to melt away and that's just the way that we're made up as humans. When we focus on helping others, we take the eye, you take our eye off of ourselves and put it on other people and we start to forget about what we're going through and focus on someone else. And we can learn so much from children when children children don't get stressed very often. 
they just live their life. And there was a quote by Marianne Williamson that Sarah shared, and it goes, children are happy because they don't have a file in their minds called all the things that could go wrong. How good is that? Children are happy because they don't have a file in their minds called all the things that could go wrong. Whereas you and I have that file and we like to open it and peruse it very often. So let's put that file away and focus on all the things that could go right and focus on just doing what you can in the moment and letting go of everything else. And the last thing that she spoke about was gratitude and the power of gratitude for just calming your mind because you can't worry about something and be grateful for it at the same time. And when you start your day with gratitude, it's so, so powerful for setting yourself up for the way that you want to go about the day. And it's so good for your mind and it's so good for your soul, which is in turn is so good for your body. So gratitude is vital. And the last thing that I'm going to leave you with was a quote by Jim Rohn. And he used to tell people, I'll take care of you if you take care of me. And then he thought to himself, I'll take care of you if you take care of me. That doesn't work because if you need someone to take care of you and I need someone to take care of me, then that doesn't work because then then we, we both have a problem. So instead he changed it to, I'll take care of me for you if you take care of you for me. And I love that because it's about taking responsibility for your own self-care and helping people around you do that as well and realising that you do that for the benefit of yourself but also so that you can help other people and you cannot help other people when you're constantly in a state of stress and worry and anxiety and that's not good for your mind your body or your soul so thanks so much for listening and remember I'll take care of me for you if you take care of you for me see you soon thank you so much for listening to today's episode if you found value in what we shared please feel free to share it on your social media you'll find me on instagram at shecanpod and at meg mclean uk and if you want to watch the video you can search for she can the podcast on youtube